Welcome to Tax and Super Australia's podcast, Tax Wrap, where we share developments, news and insights for all tax practitioners and SMSF professionals. If you like what you hear, please rate us on iTunes and share. We'd love to hear back from you, so send questions and comments, even suggestions for guest speakers, to podcast at taxandsuperaustralia.com.au. Hi listeners, uh, welcome to the Tax Wrap podcast episode 161. We're back. I'm Steve Burnham, joined by David Ebden. Hello David. Hello Steve. Um, now, uh, we have had in our hot little hands a report by the Inspector General of Taxation, which came out I think, uh, David, was it late January? Yeah, tail end of January, start yeah, of February. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, about the PAYG pay-as-you-go instalments uh, program, program, system, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yep, system, yep. Um, which is interesting. It's it's interesting in the fact that uh, this review by the IGT was prompted apparently by, um, in response to feedback drawn from the Inspector General's Complaint Handling Service. So that's interesting. And uh, apparently the report says it's the first time that s- uh, such a review has been uh, uh, initiated by uh, looking at the, the complaints that have come in about... Okay, that's interesting to know. It is, the tax system. And otherwise, they've just had regular reviews and looks at how things are going. But this one was prompted by people like us complaining. There we go. (laughs) Not just taxpayers, but tax practitioners and professionals and people who know all about it. Um, I, I, as I think I has, as I've mentioned probably at length, that I don't know all about it. I'm just (laughs) the host of this podcast. (laughs) But um, just to explain to other uh, lay people out there like me who um, may not be totally around what the PAYG instalment system is all about. What, David, how can we explain that? Okay, so um, throughout the year, certain investors and businesses are required to pay instalments of income tax on instalment income earned. Um, a PAYG instalment for which an entity is liable will be credited to the entity on assessment. Um, I suppose it's a similar way to a PAYG withholding. Right. Uh, but for businesses and investors. So it's paying in steps as yeah, you go along yeah, yeah, during correct. the year. Okay. And um, if you don't pay your instalments, they are subject to interest. Yep. And it's triggered by the fact that you are estimated to have a tax liability. Uh, is it in excess of a certain uh, amount? And then they said, well, hang on, you better start paying in instalments. Yeah, because yeah. so uh, a liability to pay PAYG instalments arises if the ATO advises a taxpayer of their liability. Yep. So it's got to be done all up front. Right. Um, all entities, regardless of what they are, are eligible to receive this notification. Mm. Uh, generally... Individuals and trustees are liable for PAYG instalments if they have a uh, base assessment instalment income right. of at least $4,000. Um, if you're a non-resident, it's uh, at least $1. <laughs> so uh, okay. there you go. Uh, there are a few exceptions, though, um, except where the tax payable on their most recent notice of assessment is less than $1,000. Right. Or the notional tax is less than $500 in the latest income tax assessment on the current income tax rates. Yep. Or um, they are entitled to the seniors and pensions tax offset. Oh, right. Is that still going? I, I, seniors yep. and pensioners? Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. That's good. Um, and companies and super funds are liable for PAYG instalments if they have a base assessment instalment income of at least $1. Uh, again, there are some get-out-of-jail cards on that one. Huh. Um 
if their ATO calculated instalment rate is more than 0% and the taxpayer is registered for GST, uh, their ATO calculated instalment rate is more than 0% and a taxpayer's notional tax is at least $500. Um, gross businesses and investment income, um, not counting capital gains in there, right. uh, shown in the taxpayer's most recent income tax return is $2 million or more, or the uh, taxpayer is the head of a consolidated group. The, uh, sorry, what was that? Base assessment instalment income, what's yep. that? Uh, yep, so the base assessment instalment income is a uh, gross investment and business income, excluding any uh, capital gains for the base year. Yep. And the base year is the most recent income tax year for which a notice of assessment or a notice of amended assessment has been made. Okay, David, and when are these payments normally due? Is it every quarter or when? Yeah, they're either quarterly or annually. Okay. Um, if liable to pay PAYG instalments, uh, taxpayers will automatically become quarterly payers yep. unless they are eligible to pay instalments on an annual basis. Right, and that being more bit more businesses and super funds, I'd imagine, the annual uh, option. Yeah, so uh, taxpayers subject to PAYG instalments may choose to pay an annual PAYG instalment if... So there's a few criteria to tick off oh, here. Oh, really? Um, the taxpayer is registered for GST, and yep. they report and pay GST annually. Right. So not quarterly there either. The taxpayer is a partner of a partnership that is registered for GST and reports and pays GST annually. Mm-hmm. The taxpayer's most recent notional tax assessment was less than $8,000. Yep. And um, if the taxpayer is a company, it is not part of an instalment group, uh, it's not the head company, of a consolidated group or a participant in a GST joint venture. Right, okay. So just getting back to Mr Ali Naruzi, the mm-hmm. IGT, his his review, yep. and his recommend, obviously from the review would come recommendations to fix the problem, and obviously there was a problem because they only did this review on the back of complaints. What did he come back with? What, uh, what fixes have been proposed? Okay, well, there were several, um, several recommendations made. Um, yep. I believe you've got the exact number, haven't you, Steve? Uh, yes, uh, apparently the... Um, the IGD has made seven recommendations, made up of 22 parts. Hmm. So there's a few. I suppose the most interesting one yep. um, would be um, that the Inspector General has recommended that the ATO improves its monitoring of the entry and exit criteria oh, yeah. of the PAYG instalment system. Yep. So that's when people are deemed to have to go onto the instalment. Yeah, uh, correct. Thing. So, um, yeah. I know, I, I just, I don't know. Just out of interest, I, I was actually thrust onto the PIYG instalments a couple of years ago, and completely out of the blue, I don't know why uh, it all happened. It w- ended up being because of passive income, which I just didn't think about, mm. and um, and uh, it was a surprise. I must admit, <laughs> I, d- I didn't expect this to happen. But um, and I wore it for a year, and then was able to extract myself by rearranging my affairs. But anyway, just yes. as a little side note. But so I do know what they mean when they say the entry criteria. Uh, it may be a surprise to some people when they when they are asked to start installing uh, tax. Yeah. Um, so they're recommending what to keep an eye on the these criteria. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Um, so um, the, the the three ways that they have um, suggested this would be uh, firstly by periodically reviewing at least every three years the threshold entry criteria. Right. 
better informing those no longer meeting the entry criteria that they may choose to voluntarily remain in the system. Oh. And the third one is uh, seeking to provide additional functionality in its new uh, practitioner lodgement service. Oh, yeah, uh, PLS, yeah. PLS, yes. To allow BAS and tax agents to voluntarily enter or exit their clients into or out of the system. Well, actually, that, that's sensible. That last one's um, that's very good. Mm. The second one, they may no, no longer meet the criteria but choose to stay in there. I suppose the appeal there would be that at least you know your tax is being paid along the way. You're not going to be hit with a big thing at the end. Yeah, exactly right. Um, mm. I, I suppose it should be pointed out that the ATO does already provide this information in uh, the taxpayer's PAYG instalments exit letter. Yeah, yeah. However, the ATO have acknowledged that they will consider using additional methods such as uh, behavioural insights to bring this to the taxpayer's attention. Right. I, I think that's important. I mean, um, I just note somewhere down here um, that the IGT and the ATO agreed on most recommendations. Yep. However, there was one part mm-hmm. that um, uh, it says here in the executive summary. The one part on which agreement was not reached relates to the provision of a general information brochure to new entrants to the system. Now, I'm wondering, why not? Why not do that? I mean, for people like me who know, don't know why they're there and how they came there, um, I, I believe a, an information brochure for, for ordinary taxpayers would be a, uh, a good initiative. The brochure you mentioned. Yep. Uh, the IGT thought that the brochure would be an appropriate channel to address a range of taxpayer misunderstandings. Um, yep. They, they thought that the brochure could provide... Um, the address to which the ATA will send activity statements and PAYG instalments correspondence. Yep. Uh, the website address for the tools available to assist taxpayers, such as the PAYG instalments calculator. Uh, instructions and information on how to vary instalments and reporting obligations. And information concerning application of notional credits in the notice of assessments. Um, as, as you've said, the um, ATO disagreed with this suggestion from the IGT. Right. Uh, they thought that um, the brochure accompanying the letter um, wouldn't fit in well with the digital-based approach that the ATO is currently taking. Oh, I suppose, yeah. As well as, um, obviously, the cost involved in producing such a brochure. Yeah. However, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 I was going to say, yeah, that's... I suppose it all makes sense, but then we're dealing with real people here, and I mean we're, we're slow to change. I mean digital is great. Yeah. I can't yeah. see the harm in having a paper brochure, but anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah, but the uh, the a- the ATO has acknowledged and said that they will consider alternative options, such as improvements in the website and making the whole process a lot more user friendly when right. you're on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, since I, I was flipping through the uh, report before we came on air, and I noticed there was an interesting little detail. I think it's interesting anyway, unearthed by the IGT report, it was that the amounts collected via POIG instalments for a recent financial year and the entities making those payments unearthed that most instalments came from individuals mm-hmm. in, a, in dollar terms. Oh, sorry, most in number terms. But the highest dollar amount was sourced from, from companies. So where to from here? I suppose we just uh, wait and see if they adopt the recommendations. Yeah, correct. That's it's just the waiting game now. But All right. As, as we as we know, some things can take time to be implemented yeah, and uh, yeah. come through into the system. So if if listeners want to go and have a look at the IGT report, just uh, type into your search engine um, "review into aspects of the pay as you go instalments system." Uh, it's probably on the IGT site anyway. If you, that's probably a quicker way to do it. 
Okay. Thanks thanks again, David. Thank you, Steve. And thank you, listeners. And before we go, I should point out to listeners that there is going to be a change to the Tax Wrap podcast, or well, to the regularity of the Tax Wrap podcast from this episode on. Um, we are going from a weekly to a fortnightly uh, schedule, um, but we'll make up for that by doubling or even more than that, increasing the amount of time that we're, we're um, on air. So uh, uh, look forward to the next Tax Wrap podcast, not next week, but the week after that.